Living Hero, Conversations with Living Luminaries and Mavericks. Good morning, and welcome to Living Hero. I'm Jari Chevalier, host and producer of the show, and I'm so pleased to bring you this morning segments of a talk I just had the other day with fellow community radio programmer Ken Rose, who hosts the What Now show that airs out of Occidental California and that is found on the website Panted Monkey. With music this morning by The Orb, Ulrich Schnaus, Nomo Ogo, and Fluorescent Gray. This program starts with a few minutes of music prior to the interview. Enjoy.
I was introduced to Ken Rose and his show several years ago. We've stayed in touch on and off. And I'm going to let him tell you about himself, his show, and his motivations. So without any further ado, here is a talk with Ken Rose. I am very pleased to introduce you and the What Now show to people who listen in to this show. And I'd like to give you the opportunity to tell people about the What Now show. What's your focus and scope? Well, it's uh, pretty basic. Uh, We can invite, we can locate and invite men and women of keen intelligence accomplished in their fields to uh, come to the telephone and talk to us usually for an hour and we can record these conversations and we can post them on a website uh, within a day or two to the whole world and the whole thing costs uh, close to nothing so it's uh, it's a wonderful way to to uh, fashion a bridge between accomplished men and women and the general public. And you have been interviewing three guests per week live on the air for for how many years now? A, a little more than three and a half years. Have you counted it up? How many interviews have you done, Ken? We have over 400. It, it, it averages out uh, with, with, little, with little vacations here and there. We've done about 10 a month. So what are some of the consistent themes, root messages, what are you conveying through the show? Well, basically, it's a response to the global crisis. So we're up against it, and I think the best, what I call the cream of human intelligence, is maybe our best chance at responding to, um, to this crisis yes. successfully. That's really, uh, it's just that simple. Let, let's find the men and women who uh, are doing what I call the heavy lifting of uh, study and thought and synthesis and creative intelligence, and uh, let's ask them if they would please talk to us, and let's uh, turn our attention to them at least uh, a little bit, you know, give them a little bit of our attention. And uh, it's like a school. It's like a living school. So we need to go back to school and tap into the breadth and the depth of our dilemma and reawaken or goose up our own semi-dormant intelligences that we're (laughs) spending so lavishly, uh, you know, watching TV and going to movies and watching basketball games. Well, who do you think t- is tuning in to you? Who who are you talking to, and who would you like to be talking to most? Well, I, I think uh, mostly we're listened to by uh, the people who uh, recognize uh, the names of our guests, and that's sadly a small percentage of the general population. But uh, most of our guests write books, important books, so in in a way in a way it's preaching to the choir but we have dreams of uh using this modality to to reach more adeptly into the general public to essentially tap the general public on the shoulder and say you know you should listen to uh 
David Orr or William Reese or Charlene Spretnak or um, especially uh, lately we've been uh, having these brilliant economists uh, like uh, Ellen Brown and Tom Greco and Hazel Henderson on the show to uh, educate us about the real nature of money and how corrupt money is and how we can reimagine and use money in the way it was intended as a medium of exchange, etc. Anyway, what am I saying? That there's uh, an education to be had here. The general well, public, you'd like to tap people on the shoulder. And I'm just curious, because I'm also do, working with community radio, how you perceive or how you imagine that these kinds of uh, outreach tap-on-the-shoulder interactions can take place? My dream is to uh, find collaborators or have collaborators find the show and to conduct a great many more interviews and essentially call attention to the nature of human intelligence itself as, as an asset to us, as a valuable asset rather than something peripheral to the ordinary culture or something rarefied. It's really not. These, uh, our guests speak English, and they're, they're understandable by, by people with, uh, with the most modest schooling or education. I want to ask you, with 400-plus interviews in such a compressed period of time, three years, and I know that you prepare for these interviews, you've read a lot of your guests' books, you are devoted to this whole process, Ken. And so I want to know, just from where you are now, on a different day you might pull up different highlights, but what are some of the most memorable interviews that come to your mind? Where do you feel the the real pulse is? Uh, I don't think there's a central pulse. There, there are guests whose work is comprehensive, like um, uh, James Gustav Speth or Paul Gilding or Kenny Ozabel. There are, there are um, men and women whose approach to the crisis is global. Uh, and then there are, there are the guests who, uh, who uh, are accomplished in their fields, the different scientists or farmers or philosophers. Memorable, uh, you know, the most memorable, uh, the, uh, uh, the, the last interview I did was the most memorable. Uh, there are too many uh, uh, good people uh, in the archive to, uh, n- you know, nothing really stands out as, as uh, electrifying uh, beyond the others. You know, it's all, uh, it, it's all just uh, ingredients in a, in a stew. You know, we're trying to produce a rich, nutritious stew of, of intelligence and communication. Uh, we want to succeed on the earth, and uh, our response has been uh, terribly, terribly uh, insufficient and inadequate up to this point, although there is evidence that there's a great momentum building toward, um, toward making the, the structural uh, transformations we absolutely need to make if we're going to have any chance at all of having a future. This current world is uh, dead on its feet. It, it's uh, just uh, exhausted its uh, context and its uh, 
it's lost its credibility and it's no longer viable and it's it's quite destructive now as most of us are aware of why don't you tell the audience here a little bit about yourself your background leading up to how you got into this commitment of doing a weekly community radio show called what now I'm a New Yorker. I grew up in the streets and the buses and the subways of uh, Manhattan. And um, I've always been a reader. And uh, I love communion with uh, other intelligences. Uh, these, this radio show has grown me enormously. I've gotten a, a world-class education. You know, it, it was an opportunity that presented itself. I didn't go looking for it. And... Uh, it was as easy as rolling off a log to say, yes, I'll do this. And uh, pretty much as soon as I started doing it, it, it took on a life of its own so that I don't really feel like I'm really creating anything other than just steering, uh, you know, a deluxe uh, Rolls Royce down the highway <laughs> and, uh, and enjoying the great privilege of, of talking to these people every week. And uh, most of them are quite accessible. And um, it's a three-watt community radio station with no money. So it's all volunteer, and there were openings in the schedule. So I took this Monday opening, and um, I asked a friend of mine, what's going on here? He said, you were ready for this. Uh -huh. He said, you've done your homework. So, I mean, I know a lot of these people uh, just from being one of one of one of us who uh, who pays attention to <laughs> people who write books that are relevant to our uh, dire circumstances, uh, <laughs> it, it, you know, it's all a matter of where you put your attention, right? If you're gonna, if there's nothing more important to you than uh, you know than your football team or um, you know or uh, what's on TV, then you know that's the life you're gonna live. But if you're curious at all about about what's uh, about the fate of the human <laughs> family, about our own family, you know, it's a matter of being loyal to the family and taking personal responsibility. We're we're faced with uh, with oblivion here. We're we're a lot closer than most of us realize, and um, you know, it's uh, it's all hands on deck, as they say. And uh, we want to uh, we want to we want to get more hands on deck. We want people to understand that that reading uh, that reading David Orr or that uh, you know reading Bill McKibben or uh, you know that this is it's not a chore. It's not a horrible chore. It's actually enormously uh, pleasurable and enlivening and, and empowering and stimulating. And it's the great challenge of our time. And why? What else? would somebody want to do with this life? It's certainly not about self-pleasuring. You know, we're here for each other, and we're here to give our give ourselves away. And um. Right. <laughs> it, you know, for me, essentially, the activity is about love and truth, and I think that that's basically what you've just said in other words. You spoke about the privileges of this work that you're doing. What's most challenging f for you in producing this show? The work is fairly uh, relentless. If we're going to have a guest give us an hour of her or his valuable time, we need to be clear that we, we uh, respect the work and, and that we admire it and that we're here to serve uh, the work of our guests. 
Um, the most challenging is trying to stay alive in this um, in this world. Uh, I, I'm I'm not being paid. I'm unsustainable. I'm living uh, uh, a semi-homeless, uh, destitute life, uh, and it's it it may cost me. Uh, it's costing me my health, and it's likely to cost cost me my life. But I wouldn't trade it for the world. A, a million dollars couldn't buy what I'm doing, and it's a personal opportunity for me to serve the great work of our guests. First of all, the, the better the guest, the better the interview. Second of all, the better uh, that I prepare for the interview, the better the interview. So I take the work as a challenge to be as prepared for the guest emotionally as well as uh, intellectually as I possibly can. Every Monday is like a final exam day. I'm, uh, I go into the studio and uh, we do the best we can. And uh, by Monday afternoon, I'm usually uh, uh, rather exhilarated because we have these documents, even if uh, very few people are listening, uh, we have these documents, we have these living uh, records of, of these very, very uh, valuable uh, women and men. So I'm very proud of that. I'm very proud of it, and I want to grow it, and I want to develop it into something that frankly, might be seen as something of a phenomenon. I, I would like to, if I'm posting 10 interviews a month, I'd like to post 100. And I'd like to, uh, uh, I think it's a matter of time. I think if we continue to do good work, uh, I think it's only a matter of time before the work gets recognized as the value that it is. And, uh, and there's a lot that we can do with it. You know, there's... Uh, I look forward to having the capacity to produce transcripts. I look forward to being able to have uh, two or more uh, guests on the line at the same time. Um, I look forward to the opportunity to present uh, these transcripts to uh, 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 university uh, departments or high school departments. Uh, it is a living school. It's, uh, the, the, these communications, these interviews, are uh, just about the state of the art in different aspects of our uh, human uh, social organization, our human, you know, the way we live, the way we live on Earth, uh, the way we live with the Earth. Uh, I, um, I'm hanging on. I'm hanging on and, and hoping for collaboration. Of course, I'm looking for support, um, but it really hasn't arrived yet. But every week archive grows. Uh, the, I can tell that we're moving in the right direction because we seem to be attracting uh, or uh, inviting guests of some renown. And the, the upside is, uh, is limitless. There, there are thousands or tens of thousands of brilliant people in this world, maybe hundreds of thousands of brilliant people in this world. I'd like to see this thing spread into other languages and other cultures. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm sure that people from all around the world are accessing your interviews via the Internet. They're being downloaded in, or, or listened to, streamed from Denmark and from the Philippines and here and there. And that's the beauty of the Internet and its availability. Since it's true what you say, that there really are thousands and tens of thousands of people who are qualified to speak intelligently 
about the global crisis, whether they're working on a, a community level or a regional level, national level or international, someone like Vandana Shiva, whatever their sphere is, there are many, many people who are in the know and articulate about these things. So how do you go about choosing your guests, you know, and creating that schedule that you have listed? And by the way, for the audience, Ken's website is Panted Monkey. Dot O-R-G, P-A-N-T-E-D-M-O-N-K-E-Y dot O-R-G. Your full archive is listed right there for all to see, including upcoming interviews that have been scheduled. How, how do you uh, run your calendar and how do you choose your guests? It's uh, fairly uh, serendipitous. Most of my guests send me their books to read before the interview and Usually you, you turn the book over and there's four or five blurbs from other brilliant people. <laughs> and it's so easy to Google. You just, all these unfamiliar names, you just Google them and you find out, good, good gosh, uh, you know, this is a substantial scientist or artist or a farmer. It's a lot easier than I thought it would be. Uh, most of the guests, this, what would they rather do than talk about their life's work? This is work that they've devoted their lives to. And they're very grateful to have an hour. Uh, it means a lot that, that they're not talking to a media hack. They don't have to bark out three uh, talking points in, in 12 minutes that, that we can relax and, and explore their work and uh, take detours. And it's pleasurable. And it's nourishing. <laughs> and it costs nothing. Uh, you know, let's get on with it. Let's, let's multiply this and, and make it part of normal American life, at least for starters, you know, in this country. Why should Americans be ashamed of being intelligent? And why should Americans uh, waste their precious time and lives on uh, drivel? This is kind of a, it's kind of a campaign. It's like, you know, we have solutions to almost everything. We have, it's, it's frustrating. You ask me what's the big challenge. Frustration is a big challenge because the, the, the great message, the great education I've gotten is that there's a, a stupendous amount of good news uh, waiting for us to just see it, to just recognize it, to uh to acknowledge, to become aware of it. We have, we have brilliant, innovative, creative, heartfelt, win-win solutions to just about every real problem we have. And we're just hogtied in a kind of a, uh, a semi-narcoleptic uh, trance uh, of uh, normalcy, which is, you know, you know leading us to uh, ruination. Don't get me started. Well, wouldn't you know, I did get him started, but let's take a little musical break here. Refresh with this piece called The Dream by The Orb. And we'll have our mid-hour announcements and be back with more of this interview with Ken Rose of The What Now Show, produced at KOWS-FM in Occidental, California.
two things occurred to me when I heard it yesterday for the first time. One, uh, two names occurred to me. One was this way of recording now, recording it all yourself. going to take a short break now for these important messages. Stay right here for more of this talk with Ken Rose of the What Now Show. Living Hero. Conversations with living luminaries and mavericks. Welcome back to Living Hero. Conversations with living luminaries and mavericks. We are here each week to talk with those local, regional, national, and international artists, researchers, activists, authors, healers, wisdom figures, and heroic individuals of all kinds who are working for the greater good. I'm Jari Chevalier, and I want you to explore and celebrate with me what it means to be a living hero in our times. We are drawing the connections between psyche and society, between our innermost experience and the large-scale geopolitical reality we all share. We are looking at what conscientious individuals and groups are doing to take a more holistic view and to usher in more wholesome ways of living and structuring societies. So get the big picture, draw connections, repair neural synapses with interviews, essays, music, spoken word, audio collages, panel discussions, listener participation. This is independently produced, listener-supported radio created in the public interest. And now back to our interview with Ken Rose, host of the What Now Show in Occidental California on KOWS Community Radio. We have, we have brilliant, innovative, creative, heartfelt, win-win solutions to just about every 
real problem we have. And we're just hogtied in a kind of a, uh, a semi-narcoleptic uh, trance uh, of uh, normalcy, which is, you know, you know leading us to uh, ruination. Don't get me started. Well, yeah, well, there's, a, there's also morally inferior people in positions of power that are blocking progress. Uh, that may be a whole other conversation for another time, but it's not just a question of having more people at the grassroots who understand what's going on, because you would be surprised. I did some volunteer work for a year um, going into Bellevue Hospital, the public hospital, and just talking with people, seeing if they needed a magazine or if I could ask the nurse for something on their behalf or whatever, just being of help. And so I got into some conversations and was really just trying to feel out where is the general public. And it's amazing. Like Leonard Cohen says in his song, everybody knows. People know a lot. Um, yeah. But that does not do the trick. So um, this is maybe a good segue to an important question that I'd like to ask you. Clearly, you have spoken with some of the most dedicated and brilliant people working for the benefit of all. And yet a lot of them are, you know, focused on an issue like food or uh, economy or so on. But you're getting it all. And that puts you in uh, a rare and valuable position to perhaps speak in a very global way about things and synthesize all of this valuable information into some... Into something coherent. Something coherent. The holistic synthesis of all of this is what I'd like to give you a chance to express or just explore, just, you know, think with me on the spot uh, about what we can say, what is the essence of all of this? <laughs> the essence of all of this is that we're... Uh we're very close to uh, a catastrophe. Uh, in fact, we may not be able to escape catastrophe, but we don't know that. We don't know that, and we don't know that 100%. So that kind of obliges us to uh, throw, throw ourselves wholeheartedly into circulating and disseminating uh, human intelligence that, that makes sense that can optimize our chances or improve our chances. Uh, go back to school. Uh, take your television out to the dumpster. Uh, you'll get your life back. Read. Talk to your friends and neighbors. Uh, be alarmed. Uh, be frightened. Uh, care enough to care more. Care with every ounce you have. Uh, be attached to the outcome. Uh, don't be afraid of of pain and suffering. It's part of life, and don't don't spend your whole life trying to avoid uh, pain and suffering. Uh, abandon the illusion of uh, of self fulfillment or self development or self enlightenment and 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 everything that that is uh, focused on the self. <laughs> uh, and. Uh, you know, we're we're here to give ourselves away. How did you come to, in yourself, that view, which is really 
um, very beautiful and quite profound. By doing the show, the, I haven't. The, 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 I haven't done the show. The show's done me. The show has has had its impact on me. I'm the monkey in the middle. I'm the monkey who who uh, sits on the telephone in the studio, and uh, and you know lobs uh, some softballs to the guests and. Uh, I shouldn't belittle what I do. I think I'm I'm beginning to get good at what I'm doing. There's a way. I think there's a skill to to interviewing. But and I listen to these things. So I've heard these things two or three times each. It's a, it's like a uh, I'm like a pate goose. I'm, I've been I've been fed this particularly rich diet, and uh, you know I'm uh, I'm loaded. I'm loaded. <laughs> I'm a, I'm loaded with uh, with information and perspective and and uh, knowledge. I'm just loaded with it, and and it, and it synthesizes within me. I have my own sensibilities. Everything gets filtered through that. I've been I've been grown by these interviews, by these guests, by these accomplished thinkers and writers. And the more I do, the more I want to do. Believe me, this is, as far as, as, in my experience, this is better than food and sex and money and even baseball and jazz. This is great. This is, this is really kind of the height of the human experience, is, is the exquisite, extraordinary uh, capacity of, of intelligence. We have language and we have these brains that were kind of uh, propagandized uh, to be suspicious of or not to use very much. I take a different position. I, I don't think we think too much. I think we think too little, and we're completely, almost 100% distracted from our own uh, uh, solitude and, and quiet time to just think or to just uh, integrate and synthesize all the stimulation that comes to us every day let alone whatever we choose to pick up in the terms of a book or listening to uh, the Living Hero podcasts. I want, I, by the way, I'm a great admirer of, of your work. Uh, I've, I've uh, gone to school uh, at Living Hero uh, and been enriched by it. And that, that there's a whole world. There's a limitless world of enrichment, you know, just waiting, disguised as our brothers and sisters, you know, who are doing this work. They do it for all of us. We... We really need to be very grateful to these people who, it's hard work. I couldn't imagine writing a book, and I couldn't imagine uh, the labor and the, uh, you know, the passion that goes into doing this work. It's, uh, it's quite remarkable and beautiful. Would you share a little bit more about what your life outside the studio is like at this time, at the stage of your work, where you are now? What's it like to be Ken Rose? I'm having the time of my life. There's nothing I'd rather be doing. All I ask is for the opportunity to keep working and to do uh, even more work. This is, as far as I'm concerned, for my money, this is good work. And my heart, my heart breaks 
I know full well. I mean, not only is it very hard to find paid work, but it's it's particularly uh, rare to to find good work. I want to bust the whole money uh, model, the whole mold and paradigm of money. I urge uh, our listeners to uh, go to school with Ellen Brown, Ellen Hodgson Brown, uh, or Tom Greco. Uh, Interest-bearing debt is a Ponzi scheme, fiat currency. We have guns to our head, the, the odious notion of having to earn a living just in terms of money. Money is not uh, value. Check out Ellen Brown and check out uh, po- the, the, the prospects for public banking and check out, you know, understand the corruption in our uh, society, which has money at its heart. There's talk about the right to food. You know, I mean, if you don't have money in your pocket, you're welcome to, uh, to lay down in the gutter and, and starve to death. This is no way to live, and it's not good for any of us. We, we're, we're at a historical time of reckoning. This whole rotten world was perhaps appropriate to an earlier stage of our development. It was appropriate to a different context. We've moved on. We've outgrown this depravity, this uh, desecration. Uh, we still waste most of our food and water. Uh, we're being called to uh, the early stages of, of true human maturity and responsibility. So I'm interested in busting the whole money thing. It's like we don't need money. We need clean air and clean water. And I'm not interested in, uh, you know, I need a room. I need, <laughs> I need access to a kitchen, and I need a bed and a place to do my work. I don't think in terms of, oh, I need you know, uh, X number of dollars more than I have. I get Social Security. I'm 67. I get $880 a month. It's not enough. I can't afford to rent a room. I get help month by month by, from different friends and different circumstances, but it's not sustainable. My health is, has gone uh, downhill because I'm eating relatively poor quality food because it's cheap. And, uh, and that's the story. And, and you know what, Jari? We are all facing uh, the end of our human civilization here. And it's just foolish to uh, value our individual lives. It, it's like, I don't think our lives are particularly important at all, other than what we do with them. We're not immortal. We're here briefly. You know, we're going to snap out of it or snap to it now or, uh, or not. You know, I expect I'm, I expect I'm going to die soon because, because my health is not good. Look, I don't regret a thing. I'm not complaining. I know, Ken, but if you're willing to share truth as the central mission of your life, then yeah. I think that it's fair enough to speak these truths, and I want to do that, too. All right, here's, you want some truth? Yes, I want some truth. Where, where, are, the, where are the boys and girls uh, who, who identify as progressive or who, uh, uh, who uh, testify that they care about, uh, about the earth and care about uh, people all over the world? Uh, where are all these people who are sitting on uh, millions of dollars? Why aren't they... Uh, uh, showing up, saying, uh, Mr. Rose, we see what you're doing. Uh, how can we help? 
you know why why do why do myself and many 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 others like me men and women i i meet them all the time who can barely uh keep it together and you know most of the world uh, it's so outrageous it's so it's so in a, in a way it's intolerable or it's unworkable this frustration sometimes turns to rage in me because we're so near yet so far that this with that this conversion that that is that we're obliged to uh, surrender to now you say you know everybody knows well you know if everybody really knew uh we would um we would begin to turn this thing around dramatically today it, it the frustration it's just there and i know that hundreds of millions of people feel it around the world that this is this isn't right we're not flying right yet we haven't straightened out and, and we're not flying right frankly it makes me sick and furious <laughs> yeah 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 me too no it's obscene and, and it pe- people who are giving um you know have a charitable giving program the truth of it is their capital resources are still in the big tech and communications and oil and you know all the the stock market uh, things that are making money and then they throw the crumbs of that they yeah. throw the interest on their capital at stuff <laughs> like this and I want them to withdraw the capital and capitalize the good and stop uh-huh. this toxicity that's what would turn it around I'm with you, sister. I'll, you got my vote. Um, uh, it's it's uh, suicide to not do that. And now it's suicide. And um, what can anybody say? You know, we're 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 suffering this this uh, this pregnant moment, uh, 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 praying for transformation and and fearing uh, apocalypse. And that's where we are right now, and it's a great time. And it's a great time to get involved and to to become uh, emotionally connected to all of this. Uh, to me, the first order of business is to maybe regenerate our deeper intelligence and turn our attention to the great teachers among us. Uh, and secondly, then to get emotionally connected to it all. Yeah. It's called the left brain and the right brain, and, and we want to uh, uh, connect them and become whole, uh, wholehearted, wholesome, whole human beings uh, and to uh, fulfill our humanity. That's why we're in human form. We're not here to transcend ourselves. We're not here to skip over the, the, the messy business of uh, nasty, smelly, earthly life and merge with, with the divine, that comes later. We're in human form to fulfill our humanity, and we are derelict. And this, this uh, criminal uh, desecration of life is appalling and repellent and nauseating and intolerable. And, uh, and having said all that, we're still uh, just as cute as we can possibly be. We're a wonderfully gifted form of life. We're... we're uh, Jari, round and around we go. I have one last question for you if you have time for it. I just wonder if you would share some thoughts about ways 
besides your particular show and mine and others doing community radio or public radio shows, um, other ways that, in, a, in short order, more credence and power can be brought to the messages and the voices of our collective vision? Well, you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking it's like uh, it's okay to feel pain and to suffer, that, that there's such a cultural movement to uh, somehow get around all that, to not suffer, like that's the goal of life, is to not uh, have to suffer this world, I think that's a terrible uh, error. And that the more you let in all this, uh, all this difficult material, actually the easier it gets. Uh, that's my experience. It's like turning into the skid. It's, it's terrifying, it's horrifying, and the more you embrace it or the more you... Sur- Most people I know haven't heard of anybody in my archives and haven't read a book, you know, in the last 20 years. I've been speaking with Ken Rose of the What Now Show, pantedmonkey.org, P-A-N-T-E-D-M-O-N-K-E-Y, Org. Have a listen to his three years of intensive work bringing out the voices and in-depth and overview work of some of the best and brightest of uh, the United States and the world through his programming. Ken, thank you so much. It's a great privilege to be on with you.
to your heart respect your intuition make your manifestation there's no limitation have courage have rage we're all Welcome back to Living Hero, conversations with living luminaries and mavericks. We are here each week to talk with those local, regional, national, and international artists, researchers, activists, authors, healers, wisdom figures, and heroic individuals of all kinds who are working for the greater good. I'm Jari Chevalier, and I want you to explore and celebrate with me what it means to be heroic in our times. We are drawing the connections between psyche and society, between our innermost experience and the large-scale geopolitical reality we all share. We are looking at what conscientious individuals and groups are doing to take a more holistic... 